Hello, and welcome back to Bestie Chats with Soph. I am your host, Sophia Panella, and I'm so happy to have you here. This episode is sponsored by Legion Athletics. Legion is the number one best-selling brand of all natural sports supplements with over 400,000 customers served and 3 million bottles sold. But you guys know how I roll. I'll be honest in telling you that supplements are not going to be the end solution to reaching your goals. And let me make it clear that you do not need supplements in order to reach your goals. Supplements are to be used if there are spaces in your diet that need to be filled or if you're deficient in any vitamins and minerals. That's where dietary supplements will help you out. Legion has been the only supplement company that doesn't leave me feeling like garbo, and that's because it's all natural supplements, and better yet, they're all backed by research and science. Like, it doesn't get better than that. My favorite products from Legion I use every day are their original grains, the peach ring pre-workout flavor, I'm not joking, you guys, it literally tastes like the peach rings candy, and both the grass-fed whey and vegan cinnamon cereal protein powder best protein powder of all time. Both, both of them. They're so good. You can go to www.legionathletics.com and take the quiz to see what supplements will best fit you towards reaching your goals. And don't forget to use code Sophia at checkout. Summertime used to be my least favorite season because I feel most aware of my body during this time of the year. Since it's warmer out, we naturally wear less clothes than we do during the winter season. I always loved winter most because we get to bundle up and cover everything up. This is the time of year we have to break out last year's summer clothes and try them on. It's like the worst day of the year to have to try on those denim shorts. Like how do last year's jean shorts fit? Oh, they don't again? For the fifth year in a row, wonderful. Love that for me. I've decided that the only way we're getting through this summer feeling good is by bringing in a whole new energy. We're going to bring in a whole new energy with how we speak to ourselves and how we look at ourselves. I came to this conclusion a while ago, though, probably in like February, right before I started my cut and I started coaching lacrosse. I told myself I wanted to build confidence for the summer. I wanted this to be the first summer where I truly feel like wholeheartedly confident from the inside out. Because to be quite honest, I, like I said, I I typically dread summer. I I really do not like the summertime because of how hyper aware I usually am of my body during this time of the year. But I'm declaring the summer as, let's call it, confident girl summer. CGS, confident girl summer. Confident in who we are, confident in how we look, confident in what we believe in. Confidence will be oozing out of us and everyone's going to see it. So in today's episode, I want to share with you guys what I've done over the last few months to build my confidence up and a few realizations I came to. I will say I definitely do feel the most confident I have felt in a long time, probably the most confident ever. It's taken a long time to get there, okay? This isn't to sound cocky at all, and I don't bounce around with confidence all the time, all right? I'm human. 
I have my menti bees, my mental breakdowns where I don't feel the best about certain aspects of my life or how I look or how I feel. However, I recently have found that I am no longer as hyper aware of my body. I used to be so incredibly hyper aware of my physical body and how it looked. I, no joke, this might be a sensitive subject to some, but I, no joke, used to constantly check my body in a mirror. I used to weigh myself multiple times a day. I just used to look at my body a lot, a lot. And anytime I would do that, it would be in like a negative light. Like I wouldn't be hyping myself up, looking at myself being like, oh damn, like I'm looking good today. No, it would be me looking at myself as many times as I possibly could and picking apart things that I hated about my body. And that's just it's not a place we want to be. It's not a healthy place to be. And that doesn't equal confidence. But I don't do that nearly as much because I've learned a little bit about the female body and how our bodies develop as we get older. And that's what I want to share with you guys today. Okay. So because this isn't like some magical thing that happens to just like every other person. Like, I needed to know, you guys know how I am. I needed to know, okay, what physically happens to our bodies? Like what goes on? Because I'm looking at myself in my 24 year old young adult grown woman body. I know that I'm going to develop even so much more as I get older, especially like when I eventually have kids, because I do want to have kids. I know that my body's going to go through multiple, multiple different stages of where it's at. But this shift, This like second round of puberty is what a lot of people call it. And I've called it like, I've called it that before, but this second round of puberty that we go through, I I was sitting the other day and I was like, what really happens to our bodies? What really happens to the female body when we develop in our early to mid twenties? Because there's been some major changes to my body that I like, I can't quite pinpoint. I can, but I can't. It doesn't make sense. Like, where is this coming from? What happens? So that's what we're going to talk about today. I want to start off with the realization I came to recently. Now, this realization may not pertain to every single individual because I'm going to be talking about my experience with gaining weight in my early 20s. Obviously, not everyone gains weight in their 20s, right? Um, Like, that's not, this isn't, and that's why I'm like, ugh, should I even share this? But I know that this can help some of you maybe out there, and I don't want this to feel very, like, singular or individual. I'm going to make it a little bit more broad and relative to, to everybody in this situation. But I will say that regardless of weight, the female body changes a lot, during our 20s a lot. And if you follow me on social media, you know that I'm very open about my measurements and about my weight, especially when it comes to sharing clothing items. I only do that to be helpful 
and open so you guys can have a better understanding of how it may look with your measurements. So I'm going to be talking about weight here just in numbers. So just a fair warning, if you don't, if you get triggered by numbers or numbers on the scale or whatever, just click forward a little bit. But um, in my early 20s, right when I started my health and fitness journey, like started taking it seriously in college. And when I first started lifting weights, I weighed around, I want to say like 120 to 130 pounds. And I'm around 5'7 for reference. I now weigh around 155 to 157 pounds at the same height. So over the last like four-ish years, I've gained around, let's call it 25 to 30-ish pounds. Before my cut, though, I was around 165 to 167. So I did lose a little weight recently. Um, A good amount of that, you guys, is just stress in my life. Nash and I moved. I started my cut in February of this past year. It is now June. Um, I'm at the tail end of my cut. Like I'll probably be ending it within the next couple weeks. I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel like I don't really need to continue it any longer. Um, but a lot of it is stress. Nash and I moved beginning of February. And then right after we moved, I started my cut and the apartment complex that we were in before was so horrible. It was dark. It was dirty. It was, I just didn't really feel super safe there. Um, there was constant police activity. There was constant noise. You guys, I, oh my God, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And national are very grateful and very fortunate that we were able to break our lease and be in a situation where we could get out of that. Not everybody can. And we're super fortunate that we got to do that. But once we moved into the new place that we're in right now, immediately, immediately I got into a new routine and I felt lighter. Like I felt lighter. So Anyways, I know that was a little tangent, um, but recently I've lost a little bit of weight. I I loved my body physically at 165 to 167 ish pounds. I don't really track my weight too much. I just know I was in that range. Um, I love the way I look physically. I had no issue with how I looked physically at all. The reason I wanted to go into a cut uh, was because I just felt sluggish. I felt like I just needed a change in my routine. We were in a new place. I got my walking pad. So I was getting in so much more movement with my walking pad and I still am. So things just changed and my body just kind of adapted to my new routine. And with my body adapting, I kind of lost a little bit of weight. So anyways, anyways, I'm now around those measurements. I know that that was a lot of numbers. So I apologize if that triggers anybody. But here I am at 24. Within the past four years, I have gotten off of hormonal birth control and kind of been on a journey of just getting to know my body and just getting to know the female body in general. And my realization is this. I promise I'm getting to the point, you guys. But my realization is that I finally feel like I have found some kind of balance in my life. Like we chatted about in the Finding Balance episode, Balance is deeper than just getting good workouts in and hitting your nutrition. It's about your energy levels, your sleep, your digestion and gut, your routine, etc. And I'm there. I've found a pretty good balance. Now, finding balance in your life has nothing to do with birth control. So I'm not saying that you have to get off in order to feel balanced. I just wanted to, you know, I wanted to make it known. Please let the jury know that within these past four years, um, what really sparked me getting so in tune with my body and wanting to really dig deep on the female body and what the fuck goes on 
was because of me getting off of birth control. I really had no choice but to learn about my body because I had to track my cycle to prevent pregnancy. So I really didn't have a choice, but it's been a wonderful journey. And I wanted to make it known that that's a huge reason why I am so passionate about female health and, and like just birth control and hormones and all of the different things. Um, but you don't have to like get off of birth control to feel balanced. You can do that whether you're, you can find balance whether you're on it or not. But anyways, after all of this time and all of this growth and finding balance, this is the physical form my body is taking at full homeostasis. If this is how my body looks when I finally feel balanced as fuck, after years of being so up and down and all over the place, and I look this good, why would I want to change that? Why would I want to change that? If that means for me personally that I went up a few pant sizes, that the number on the scale went up, that I am now proudly a size 8, 10, medium, large, then I love that for me. Even if for you, that means the opposite, where maybe you went down a few pant sizes, but you finally feel balanced. I I love that for you. I used to get so, so wrapped up in numbers and so in my head on how I just don't look the same as I did in high school. It would truly consume me. It, It really would. It would take over my entire thought, everything, like my whole entire thought process on life would be consumed by the way that I look physically and numbers. And I would think about it nonstop. And I know some of you out there may be in the same headspace as I was. It's time for us women to be proud of the way our bodies develop from little girls to women. It's time for us to feel confident and educate ourselves with what goes on in our bodies. Because I'm telling you guys, once you learn about what happens with the female body, you just automatically, it's like guaranteed that you just get a whole new appreciation for your body and for being a woman and for being like, oh my God, this is actually what happens. That's kind of incredible. And then you look at yourself in a different light and that builds confidence. That builds a confident girl summer. And to compare our bodies to how we looked in high school at 16 years old is absurd. We need to knock that off right friggin' now. I should probably make merch that says knock it off because that seems to be a running theme here. Okay. The two aren't even comparable. And I'm going to explain to you how they're not comparable. You can't compare your 25, 35 year old body to when you were 16 in high school, ma'am. Like if you really pull back and think about it, that's just crazy. We can't be doing that. We need to stop that. But like I said, I'm going to explain to you how they're not comparable. And yep, you guessed it. We're back in the school of SOF because I'm always going to come with some research and facts if I can, because that's who I am as a person. Anytime I think of something, I always look it up. I'm like, why not? Like, what if there's facts and research and science to like back up what I'm saying? Like, that would be kind of cool, right? Okay. Anyways, an article from St. Elizabeth Healthcare states that this is a direct quote. Although it may seem like the majority of women in their 20s would have a positive body image, this is not necessarily true for many. This may be in large part due to changes that happen in your body during this time in your life. 
So again, not going to be the case for everyone, but listen to this, okay? In our 20s, we will reach maximum bone mass and muscle strength, and many women also gain weight in their 20s. The article states that weight gain can happen due to a number of reasons. Hormonal changes can lead to fat being stored in different areas of your body, and you might notice that in your hips or in other areas. In addition, lifestyle factors can cause weight gain. For example, many women in their 20s begin working jobs that require sitting for long periods. In addition to that, stress and lack of time can lead to dietary changes that contribute to weight gain as well as lack of exercise. Hello. We are now in the real motherfucking world, you guys. We're dealing with real shit. And that has a major, major impact on our bodies. Now, for a little bit more research here, according to Scientific American's interview with osteopathic physician Lionel Bissoon, cellulite is an incredibly common condition. So common, in fact, that it affects 90% of women. 90, 9-0. Most women start to experience the change in their skin between their 25th and 35th birthdays. Although many women don't love the idea of cellulite or at best are nonplussed by the idea how cellulite forms is worth noting. Here we go. Ready? A series of events occurs in the body beginning with estrogen. When estrogen begins to decrease, you start to experience decreased circulation. A decrease in circulation means less oxygen and nutrition get where they need to go. Less oxygen begets a decrease in collagen production and as fat cells are enlarging, they start pushing their way through the collagen and voila, cellulite. This just proves that cellulite is totally normal, not something any woman needs to be ashamed of. Okay, So the conclusion here is that hella shit happens to our bodies in our 20s. Hella. And a lot of this, we just don't know, right? Like we weren't specifically taught this, but now we know. Now we know. Everyone who's attended the School of Soap now knows. Oh my God, that was so cringe of me to say. I'm so sorry. But anyways, here we are with some more information about the female body. And you know what, ladies? Information is power information gives confidence. The more you know about yourself and your body, the more sure you are, the more confident you are. That's how we want to be heading into summer. We want to be informed and confident as fuck. Now, this is stuff I've all learned that I want to share with you to help you build confidence in yourself. The female body is so freaking powerful and I want you to be proud of it. My mom always said, your body is a temple and you have to treat it like one. Treat your body like a motherfucking temple, baby. Those curves you maybe have now, they're gorgeous because they show your growth. Those stretch marks from the human lives you've created for all you mamas out there, those stretch marks are stunning, babes, because they show that your body did one of the most magical and powerful things done in nature, and that is to create life. That cellulite you have on the back of your legs, Miss Girl, that's because you're strong as fuck now, okay? That shows growth. You see how the way you talk to yourself and talk about the female body makes a huge impact? We need to start seeing the beauty and power in ourselves. And that's really what I've been working on the past few months and really just trying to educate myself 
as much as I can. No, I don't know everything. I wish I did. Fuck, that'd be great, right? I don't know everything, but as much as I possibly can, I'm trying to educate myself about the female body. And I'll tell you that a few years ago, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about the female body. And now I know so much more. And my mental health and the way that I speak to myself and the way that I look at myself and my body has changed so much. And that is because of the information I know. And that is because I have done my best to educate myself. And now I want to do that for you guys, because I'm telling you, once you know more about how your body functions and it explains certain thoughts, certain feelings, certain emotions, certain physical reactions, you are going to treat your body and yourself with so much more kindness and grace. It's insane. And once you do that, you just inherently become more confident. And I just have so much more of an appreciation for the womanly body I have grown into. I look at myself and I see a woman. I don't see a girl. And that makes me feel confident as hell. Like seeing myself as a grown ass woman, again, I know I have much more growing to do, but like as a 24 year old grown ass woman makes me feel like, okay, adult bod slay, right? I want you to understand that healthy does not mean skinny and toned. It may mean that for some people, okay, but not for all. For me personally, being super lean and shredded and toned would have a negative impact on my body. I know this because the way I feel now with my measurements and how my physical body is, like I feel good, you guys. I have found that balance, which I know I've said a million fucking times, but I know old Soph was constantly fatigued with extremely low energy levels, relying on hella caffeine to get me through the day. My sleep was so bad. I was damn near an insomniac. I felt my hormones were all over the place and very unbalanced. I mean, the list could go on. And I want you to be real with yourself right now. Get freaking real, sis, and take some time today or this week to sit back and really think about what healthy looks like for you, not what healthy looks like for your favorite influencer who may preach that they're healthy but really are quite the opposite. Think about what healthy looks like for you. Social media makes us feel like healthy equals skinny or healthy equals toned. And that is so far from the fucking truth. I wish I could scream it from the hills. And the reason I'm asking you to do this is because once you find your unique version of healthy, doesn't matter what fucking size you are. Once you find your unique version of healthy, you become more confident. You become confident on a whole other level. You become so confident that you literally glow and your energy will radiate from within you. You will be so confident that when you walk into a room, people will be breaking their fucking necks just to look at you. I know that you've seen those people who walk into a room and everyone just kind of like looks at them, including yourself. And that may not be because they're the most stunning Gorgina person you've ever seen, but you feel that energy from them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's confident, sis. And that is how you want to be. And that is how you will be. Confidence is an energy. Confidence is not a physical look. It's not being the skinniest, prettiest, 
like nicest girl in the room, although you do obviously you do want to be like a decent human being, but confidence is energy. When you see somebody's confident or you meet somebody and you're like, damn, they're confident. It's not like you look at their face and you're like, oh my God, they're so pretty, which means they're so confident. No, it doesn't matter. Like I have met confident people of all sizes, shapes, colors, backgrounds, lifestyles, jobs, all different things. And I've met different kinds of confident people and it doesn't have anything to fucking do with how they look. It has to do with their energy. You can feel it. You guys, you can feel it. And well, I know it's easier said than done. I know this all sounds fine and dandy, but how can we really get to a point of being in our confident girl summer era? Lucky for you, I've come up with a list. You guys know I'm never going to fucking leave you high and dry. I got your back. I've come up with a list that you can go off of to head into the summer feeling your absolute best or maybe just think about, okay? Now, remember, feeling healthier overall can and will support body confidence. Your version of healthy is going to look and feel different than every single individual. All right, here we go. Number one, starting off strong here, starting off strong, wear clothes that make you feel good. Clothes are meant to fit you, honey. You are not meant to squeeze into clothes. I will tell you that I've literally gone up a pant size almost every year for the past four years. I can't help it. If the badonkadonk and the legs are growing, I'm going up in size, okay? Do not wear clothes that don't flatter your body, bestie. Don't do it. Going up or down in a size can be difficult to comprehend. Believe me. Believe me, I get it. But when you try on jeans that fit like a glove, regardless of the fucking size, there is no better feeling. And when you feel good in clothes, you look even better in them, sister. Okay? Wear clothes that flatter you. Wearing clothes that are too small, that are unflattering to your womanly body shape, whatever that may look like, it's going to make you feel like shit when you're trying to squeeze into clothes that don't serve you and don't fit you, which means that you ooze that level of confidence out there where it's like a shitty level of confidence because you're like, I'm trying to squeeze into clothes that don't fit me. I'm going to continue to wear them. I don't feel like I look good because they're not flattering on my body, but I'm going to go out. That's the energy that you're bringing out there. But if you size up one or two or you find that jean, like a jean size that you never thought that you would fit into, fit your body perfectly, it doesn't fucking matter the size. All that matters is that you feel good. That's that's all that matters. So I really encourage you to do a purge of your closet. I just did it like um, two months ago, I think. Around two months ago, I think I did a purge. I did a little giveaway or whatever. But when you purge those clothes that you've been hanging on to for too damn long and you finally get rid of it and you find clothes that actually fit you, it's going to change your life. Just do it. Just do it. Number two, take care of your physical health. As we've said a million times, health is more than just working out and eating clean. Yes, those are extremely important. Find movement that feels good for you and learn how to work nutrition into your lifestyle and really make it a lifestyle because 
nutrition's a lifestyle. Don't worry. We've got a whole episode coming up on it, but nutrition's a lifestyle. Okay. It's not just like a cho like it's not just something that you kind of do sometimes and don't do. No, it, it becomes your whole lifestyle. And that's when nutrition becomes easier when you make it a lifestyle. Anyways, yes, they're important, but make sure you're paying attention to your sleep schedule. Pay attention to who you surround yourself with. Pay attention to how you keep your environment. Pay attention to how your physical body reacts to certain foods, etc. You get the point. You find you're healthy, you find your confidence. Number three, unfollow people on social media that trigger you to look down on your body, your lifestyle, and your opinions. That sparks bad thoughts, and we don't need that. You don't have to follow a big popular influencer just because everyone else does. (laughs) Follow people that make you feel good, that are almost like a breath of fresh air on the internet, that challenge you in good ways. Take time this month and reevaluate who you're following and whether they serve you. Because at this point, I could tell you to stay off social media, right? And I've said that before. Like, I think social media cleanses are super important. But the reality of the world we live in, in the hyper social, hyper active world we live in, there is no way really that we're going off the grid, right? Like we are going to be on social media a lot and we are going to be on social media forever. It's just the reality of the situation. So you need to reevaluate who you're following and you need to follow people that truly, truly motivate you and make you feel good. They don't even have to motivate you. They can just be somebody that like, you're like, this is kind of like a friend to me. Like, I feel like they're my friend, even if I don't know them. Those are the kinds of people that you want to follow. People who are real, people who are honest, people who, you know, share things like common interests that you like, maybe share same the same beliefs as you, maybe that look like you. That's a huge thing, you guys. I unfollowed a lot of people that I felt I could not physically relate to. And I know that's bad because it's an it's it's a me thing that I have to kind of work through with building up my confidence even more. Like I said, I'm human. I'm not 100% confident all the time. But I went through and unfollowed a lot of people that I just don't really like following. Like, I'm going to say it, okay? There's some people that I see and I'm like, ugh, no, no, okay? And that's okay. It is okay to unfollow people on social media and influencers that you're not vibing with, okay? Like, it's okay to unfollow people on social media that you don't feel like you look like. If you find yourself following somebody on social media, you see their content often, and 80% of the time you see their content and you immediately compare your wardrobe or compare your lifestyle or compare your house or your body or the way that you eat to them, you need to unfollow them that is not healthy. It's not healthy. It's not good for you. And also it's your fucking choice, dude. Like you don't have to follow that. So just knock it off and unfollow people that do not serve you. Number four, four and final. This is a short list. We're keeping it short and sweet. Find hobbies and interests that fill you up. Do things that make you happy. Dang it. That will only just make you feel better. You could get into cooking 
or pickleball is a huge thing right now, or running is a huge thing right now. My God, there's so many people running half marathons and marathons, and it's so cool. Or maybe reading or drawing, or I I like adult color books. Those are so fun. Or fucking, I don't know, knitting. I used to knit all the time when I grow up. I used to knit with my Nona growing up a lot, you guys. And honestly, I could probably pick it up again pretty quickly. I should probably get into that. Fuck it. Maybe I'll pick up knitting. But the world is your oyster, bestie. Try out new things because once you find hobbies and interests that fill you up, just you and no one else, that will make you feel more confident. (sighs) All right, lovers, just took a swig of my Diet Coke. That's it for today's episode. Short and sweet. It is time for us to take the reins this summer and not let social media ruin our confidence and make us feel like shit. It's it's not that summer anymore. We're not letting that happen. It's a confident girl summer. And if there's anything I want you to take from this episode, it's one, health looks different for everyone your version of healthy, I'm going to tell you, is not going to be the same as your favorite influencers. It's not going to be the same as your best friends. It's not going to be the same as your mother, your sister, your fucking coworker, whoever. It is your unique version of healthy. And you need to get honest with yourself and get real with yourself and really strip it down on what healthy looks like for you. Healthy may not look like working out six days a week. Maybe it's working out three to four days a week. And maybe it's going out three days a week just to be out. I mean, you don't have to be like drinking or binge drinking or whatever three days a week, but just getting out there and just socializing or something like the way that healthy looks like for you is so different. It has to do with the people you surround yourself with, your sleep, your anxiety, your stress, your hormones. It's deeper. It's deeper. I could continue this rant. I know I always say like, oh, that's it for today's episode. And then I continue on another 20 minute fucking rant. But healthy looks different for everyone. Find your version of healthy. And the second thing I want you to take from this episode is that information is power, information is sexy, information and being informed and educated equals confidence. The more educated you are, the more you know about your body, the more you know about what it's like being a female and what actually happens to our physical and mental when we are, you know, advancing through life. When you know that, I'm telling you, I know I said it, but I'm telling you, you automatically get a whole new appreciation and outlook for yourself. And that leads to just being more confident. It's a scientific fact proven by yours truly. Moi, it's proven by me. Okay. Those are the things that I want you to gain. And hopefully, you know, my hopes with this podcast is that especially this episode that you are feeling like you're getting informed here. I always say like, do your research, you know, look outside. And I know that not everybody has the time to sit and twiddle their thumbs and like do some research about the female body. I totally get that. But at least maybe if you're listening to my podcast and my episodes, hopefully you feel like you are becoming more informed about the female body. And hopefully my real genuine hope is that you are feeling more confident and that it does make you feel more confident and more appreciative of being a woman because we are fucking powerful.
All right. Anyways. Okay. Okay. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm done. I've got to deep clean my home right now. It's just a mess. It's a mess. And we've got to deep clean. We're going to pop on a podcast. We're going to deep clean right now because your environment matters. How you keep your environment really, truly matters. But I'm going to get going. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I really, really freaking appreciate it. You are the best you know you're my favorite person to hang out with. Um, Thanks again. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And please, you guys, if you have any feedback on any of my episodes or anything, anything that you want me to talk about in future episodes, please, please shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm looking at it as much as I can. I tried to respond to as many as I can, but shoot me a DM. Give me some new inspo. Give me some new ideas. But I love you so goddamn much. I hope you have the absolute best day and I will talk to you soon.